0: Yes, hello and welcome to the review edition of the Supercoach Professionals. We're looking through this week's games, round six games, all but one in the book of course, just the Monday night football game to go, but uh, another week, a few more upsets, who'd want to be a tipster, Um, probably easier being a Supercoach player, let's face it, that's Get into those games straight away, start with Friday night, and a game played in sort of a scrappy game played in wet conditions, the Sharks and the Knights. Looking at the Sharks first, pretty good victory for them, led by Michael Ennis there at dummy half. He put up 74 points, uh, 24 tackles, had a try assist, a couple of line breaks and a line break assist helping his day. Jack Bird doing it again, so most people would have picked him up as the cheapie to get through the week, and you're happy with his output there, 70 points. is going to get a massive price rise. Uh, this week. um, Scoring a try, helping his numbers, a couple of line break assists. Andrew Fafida getting back towards what we expect from him, 66. Still not quite that high upside you want, but Certainly a much better score. Um, he scored... He had 16 hit-ups over 8 metres, plus another 7 under 8, that helping his day. Uh, Chris Hinton, 69, getting over for a try, helping his numbers. Ricky Letelli, um 59. He continues to sort of have that reasonably good uh, ceiling there for his price of 233900 but probably not reaching it as much as as you'd like yet to have him considered in your team, but he is a very fine young player and still worth watching. Um, A couple of guys that probably didn't go as well for the Sharks as uh, we would expect, uh, Valentine Holmes, he scored 39. Um, He's just... Playing on the wing, Barber came on, he's playing fullback. Gordon still playing a lot of full back when he's on the field. Holmes, his uh, he's, he's upside's limited whenever he's on the wing um, as opposed to playing fullback. So really got to monitor that with Shane Flanagan there. And Paul Gallant, a good score, 60, but, you know, for the price, um, still you're hoping for a bit more. And I should mention David Fafita going down with an injury, um, but probably not in too many people's lineups uh Either. We've got to go straight on the Knights because we don't have Ryan MS with us tonight. I'm flying solo, so we'll get straight to Newcastle. Uh, a disappointing day, really, for them. They're, the only sort of highlights would be a key Yate, 65 points, thanks mainly to a try, a line break, and 15 hit ups over 8 metres. And the ever um, reliable Kate Snowden, 53, uh, mainly thanks to 41 tackles. Um, Jeremy Smith, 59, had a, had a try assist and a line break assist helping him there. A lot of guys below par that you might have considered. Uh, Joseph Lalia, 29, three bad weeks in a row for him, for him after such a good start to the year. Um, you're now questioning that sort of, usually that high floor that he's shown over the past couple of years. It's starting to, to fall away. Dane Gagai, who's managed to... Um, Continue playing at that reasonable level, um, with even though his centre partners dropped in the last couple of weeks. Well, he dropped this week too, 33. It was just an overall bad day for the Knights. Jared Mullen was off for a bit. He only managed 28. Tyrone Roberts, not really a, a possibility anyway, 29. Kurt Gidley, 34. Uh, pretty disappointing all round from the Knights. A night they'd rather forget, I dare say. The other Friday night game was an absolute ripper going to Golden Point. And it was the Broncos getting over the line, thanks to Ben Hunt. And what a game for him. 112 points, two tries, a try assist. Last year, we saw him play this level of football where, I guess, um, considering his price and what he'd done before, you sort of questioned, ah, surely he's reached his limit. Surely he's reached. But he kept on producing at that high and higher level. When he um, started this year, suddenly it was a drop. And you thought, ah, here we go. Now we're seeing what we thought. But not the case. Hunt doing very well there um, on Friday night in a very big game against you know a very uh, high quality team. So that's great signs for Ben Hunt owners. And if you don't own him now, you, you're starting to have a look and going, geez, it's a pretty good price. $408,000. he will go up this week but still affordable. And there's another guy we'll talk about a bit later um, from over the Tasman who's a Similarly affordable, but going up at a great rate or not. So there's a couple of halves in there now you're really eyeing off after, of course, Jonathan Thurston's last couple of big weeks too. So you could you could end up with some pretty powerful halves combinations in there if you've made the trades at the right time. Other Broncos, performers... Um, they had a very good game. Um, Roosters are usually very tight supercoach-wise as far as giving up points, but they did put uh, they did give up a few to the Broncos players. Corey Parker, 93. He's back in form. 524,000. He'll probably go up after that. Uh, Josh Maguire, 61. Good game for him. Alex Glenn, 84. Got over the line, but, you know, 84 even with a try. That's still great numbers. Matt Gillette, 54. And... Also should mention um, Sam a 49. He's playing at a reasonable level at the moment. Lachlan Miranda, we thought we'd get less out of him since moving to fullback. Um, also, the Roosters pretty good against fullbacks, only 34. Jared Wallace, a guy we sort of touted a couple of weeks ago, only 28. So some lower numbers there from some guys we were hoping we might see a bit more out of. Even a guy like Corey Oates, who, you know, was such a cheapie going in, considering, you know, a lot of his natural ability, only 19. So... Uh, still some work to do, but overall, good day for the Broncos. Uh, the Roosters, we had, a, had an eye on Mitchell Orbison heading into the game. Well, he scored 50. It's not a bad score considering his price, 231000 You take that. Jake Friend returned, and he put up 48. Actually ended up playing quite a few minutes. 386000 that's too expensive at the moment for Friend, but it will level out um, in a couple of weeks, I dare say. Sean Kenny Dow had a good day, 76 points. Um, back into the centres since Blake Ferguson out injured and and, uh, putting up a few extra numbers. James Maloney, we predicted he'd bounce back and he did, 62 points. Thanks mainly to a try and a few goals. Um, so we're still monitoring the situation there with Maloney, but but that's good numbers for him. Dylan Napa, 59, that's sort of more of that upside that we want to see out of Napa, so that was a good result, and Roger tuivasa shek well, he just doesn't let anyone down, even in the loss, 82 points, didn't even score a try, but he did set one up, um, a couple of line-break assists, but 20 hit-ups over 8 metres really helping his day, um, Daniel Tipo, not so good, only 20. Mitchell Pierce a little bit below par, 44 um, there. But you should mention these um, guys off the bench too. We've mentioned over the past number of weeks, they're going very well. Kane Evans, 40. And Sia Sucia Tukiaheo, 57. So some good uh, results there. And Jared gurria Hargrove is back from uh, in- missing that last week with an injury, 52. So good result for him at 303,000. In- he's reaching some... Good average uh, scores on a consistent basis for Riaha Greaves, and obviously not um, with Origin around the corner and, and him not playing in Origin. That that could make him an interesting pick up um, over the next few weeks. Uh, let's move to the Saturday games. And I'll tell you what, a pretty disappointing Parramatta Eels. We've said for a few weeks now that with their injuries, they're pretty much a no-go zone. And not only they're a no-go zone, but they, they're really finding it hard to win. Danny Wicks, the one bright spot. He'd been a bit disappointing the last couple of weeks, um, even though he was breaking even because he was obviously very cheap to start with. But 69 this week. You'd be happy if you persisted with him. Um, he'll, make, he'll get a nice price rise going into next week on the back of that. Uh, Corey Norman, 55. Uh, He's playing pretty well. He's really um, making himself a standout to stay at Parramatta going into next year, even with Kieran Foran coming over. Um, And continuing to put up those good scores could be someone you'd consider as a value buy there on your bench that can play games in the bye weeks. Parramatta um, play through... All, they don't get any buys pre-origin. So in those games where you're really going to be scratching around, looking to put 13 or 17 people on the field uh, in your Supercoach games, uh, Norman could be interesting there. Will Hopawati, we knew the fullbacks at, or have an uptick against the Titans. We scored 57, so that's above his average. Chris Sando wasn't horrible, 49. Um, you know, not as high as some of his biggest scores. But Anthony Watmo, again, um, not really putting up the numbers, 34. Um, John Folau, you can't be disappointed 46, Manu Mau maybe a bit more, 38, you know you want a bit more out of him after his good start to the year, and finally David Gower, got a late call up to the starting lineup with uh, Maroa, uh ruled out and 47, had 28 tackles um, you know, he, he's one of those guys, he'll work hard for you and he can, he, you know, he has the fitness to play a lot of minutes if the coach decides to leave him out there, so hey, he's got a, a bit of value there, David Gower as well the Titans, well, they've put on some good performances the last few weeks, um, and, you know, that's a fine victory. James Roberts leading the way, 102 points, uh, three tries, uh, standout game, line break, line break assist. He is a class uh, player, that is for sure, and um, if you're going to own one Gold Coast Titan, it's got to be... Um, James Roberts, we've said it since Game 1 when he put on a show against the Tigers, and so nothing's really changed there. Aiden Seiza, he's off to the Raiders next year, but in the meantime, he's playing pretty well for Gold Coast. 81 points. Another one of those halves that you know, you're, probably getting, you're probably getting decent value for if you've picked him up at the right time. A couple of try assists, uh, five goals, uh, missed a couple, so it could have even been a better day. A couple of line-break assists, so uh, all-round good, good job, Aiden Caesar. The big names, David Taylor and Greg Bird finally getting going. 69 points for Taylor, had a try, 61 for Bird. Um, good day for both of them. Anthony Don on the wing, 45. You take that. If you've got Don as one of your sort of bench centre and wingers that you play occasionally, it was a good match-up for him. You might have put him in. Say, so, well, you know, got, got something out of it better than a number of centres and wingers this week. And William Zillman, um, perhaps surprisingly, he does swap around with fullback um, with Josh Hoffman. And obviously, with fullbacks um, doing well against the Eels so far this year, it might have made him an intriguing play if you had him on your bench at any 150,000. You might have thought, oh, I'll slot him in. Well, 76 points. He scored a try, two line breaks, a good day for Zillman. Um, and a good day for the Gold Coast overall. So something there to look forward to, I think, um, for those that team. I, I very much doubt. They, they might have been touted to get the wooden spoon by a few people, but they play like that, they should be pretty safe. They do have a lot of talent up there, just a matter of realising it, really. Um, the Warriors beat the Tigers. This was a good game of footy. There was patches where you thought the Tigers, uh, were well, obviously they were playing well, and there was other patches where the Warriors, well, one patch in particular, they almost ran over the top of them. You thought oh, it could be anything. But in the end of the day, it went right down to the last couple of minutes. Bodine Thompson sealing the match with a try against his former club. He put up 63 supercoach points. The try obviously helping, but 28 tackles. And also 13 hit up, seven of them over eight metres helping. Chad Townsend, he keeps... Um, He's taking on a lot of responsibility, which is affecting Shaun Johnson. Johnson's numbers most week, although not this week. Um, but it's it's making him, you know, just a great value buyer. If you've had him in your lineup since the early days, you're very happy. Seventy nine, a try, a try assist, a last pass. Yeah, he made seventeen tackles. He did a forced dropout, an effective offload, a couple of tackle busts, a line break. I mean, he's just doing a bit of everything. And his house partner, Sean Johnson, has been pretty disappointing leading up to this match but he clicked into gear on Saturday night. 86 supercoach points scoring a try, kicking four goals two line breaks, a line break assist um, four tackle busts and a forced dropout. Good day for Johnson and he's got some easier matchups coming up he's definitely a guy that's going to be on a lot of people's radars heading into this week he he started the the week at 345,000 now I believe his break even was in the 50s so it might have even been a bit higher than that but but certainly he's beaten his break-even, but it won't be by enough of a margin to blow his price out of the water. He could be a big-time value buy for you coming into this week. Other good players for the Warriors, um, Ben Mattelino. He's been at a very um, high rate of consistency this year, supercoach-wise, and just playing NRL, you know, playing footy-wise, 70 points for him. Manu vadavai what a game for the two 200- hundred. Um, 200 man playing his 200th first great game and he did it in style, a couple of tries a couple of line breaks, a line break assist uh, good game for Vatavai putting up 86 super cage points Simon Mannering he's got a nice high floor 45 tackles helping him to 60 Jacob Lilliman worth the mention with 55, Ryan Hoffman consistent as always 56 and Conrad Harrell Probably still lower than what you'd like if he's in your lineup, but 53, if he's not, you're starting to watch him now, saying, OK, maybe he's starting to get over the injury troubles. He could be coming back to his best. Whether it will affect Solomona Carter, he uh, scored 45, well, it remains to be seen, but he's still playing at a reasonable level there. But really, it was a good day for, for all the Warriors, anyone you've got in your team. Um, they scored a, a, a host of points on the field and a host of Supercoach points too. The West Tigers, well, not, it was an honourable effort there over the Tasman, I thought. Um, they certainly had an opportunity halfway or just before half-time to sort of drop their bundle and lose by 40, which we've seen with West Tigers teams in the past, but not this year, it seems, under new coach James Taylor. They really dug in, and um, James Tedesco deserves a lot of credit. The Warriors have shut down most fullbacks this year, but Tedesco still put up 65 super-coach points Critical try right on half time got the Tigers back in the match. He had a last pass as well for another try. A line break in there and a, overall a decent day. You're sort of happy with that with a tough matchup. Um, Robbie Farrah returned to form, 85 points and at 393,000. If someone picked him up this week, they'd be very happy, chappy. I know he's still got orig- you've got Origin to contend with, but you could do worse having Robbie Farrer as your hooker particularly considering um, some of the other hookers that have been on fire so far this year, just taking a little step back this week or over the last couple of weeks. um, Farrett doing doing a good job, 35 tackles, two try assists, uh, a line break, a line break assist. Uh, Pat Richards, he scored another try, he he was involved, Uh, a good day, three goals, 52 points, you take that when when you know that he's got he's got a low floor, Richards. But the matchup was encouraging. Tim Simona was the real beneficiary. He scored 70, and that type of sort of fast-paced outside back has had some good performances against the Warriors all year. So Simona um, cashing in 70 points, thanks mainly to two tries. He fended off uh, some pretty weak defence there a couple of times um, for those tries. Um, should also mention Aaron Woods with 52. That's not a bad effort for him, a bit below his best, um, but still considering, um, you take that. And Martin DePau, not quite at the level he had been, 39, and cheapy Kyle Lovett, 32. You're probably pretty disappointed with that. He's, you know, starting in, in the second row, but, um not ended up playing 80 minutes with Dean Halitau coming on and, and resting him which is rare for second rowers That most, most 12s and 11s play close to the full 80 if not the full 80 so love it, not getting that opportunity even though you know he's probably got the fitness for it um, probably just not high enough impact at the moment and um, you know if you did trade him in you're probably thinking it, it's not much longer before he's going to reach um, his limit although he's still going up at the moment with very low break evens and Luke Brooks I mean he, the sky to the floor is uh is it's just a, that that he's consistently inconsistent i guess you would say 12 points uh, a very poor day for luke brooks and someone it's just very hard to carry in your super coach team despite those um great days that he can have from time to time let's look at the penrith and the manly game and the poor old seagulls the uh, They're suffering a host of injuries and they do look like pretty much the worst team in the NRL at the moment, hence they're right at the bottom of the ladder, Um, thanks to Titans and Sharks wins this week. Well, I'm not quite sure how how they turn it around either. More injuries um, hit them this week, boom youngster Tom Trebovich. Um, going down scoring minus two people might have rushed to get him in the lineup well what a tragedy really um, with that injury not only for him and for Manley but for anyone that did super coach wise and it's why we always uh, preach a cautionary tale when you know one week wonders we say well let's just keep them on the watch list for one more week their price isn't going to rise until they play game three sure injuries happen they could happen at any time. You can bring a guy in and you've got to sub him the next week because he's out injured. But if it is going into his third game, at least you'll get the price rise out of it. A lot of owners are going to be sitting with Trevovich on their bench waiting for him to return from injury. Now, he may do that. It may not be a serious injury. It was something we'll look more at on our um, Thursday night show, the Round Table podcast that we do each and every week. Um, there, and there you can find at www.supercoachpros.com. But, you know, he could be sitting on your bench a while. So that's why we sort of suggest against rushing guys in after one big game. Uh, Manly suffering, you know, uh, Penrith also suffering a couple of injuries that we'll go through in a moment, but really not much to talk about from Manly's perspective other than Steve Maddow returning to the side and playing well. 55 points, scored a try. Jamie Burr, ever, ever consistent, thanks mainly to 39 tackles. He scored 50. Disappointing, um, Dally Cherry Evans, only 32 uh, didn't really get involved that much. I thought Kieran Foran played really well, but still only 44 points, and that's Kieran Foran to a T. Just plays an awesome rugby league and super coach wise. It just never seems to show up. Um, Dunamis Louis, we've mentioned a few times on the show, uh, on the Thursday show mainly. He put up 43. He's playing extra minutes. He's only turned 17,000. He's really having a breakthrough year this year um, in, a, in a very poor team, playing well. And even Jake Trebovich, uh, Tom's brother, playing well. Maybe not getting the numbers this week, coach wise 39. But at an at, at affordable price, um, he's one to keep an eye on. The Panthers, well, they suffered injuries of their own. Jamal Idris going down, could be an ACL, only scoring 32 uh, disappointing if you've got him. Elijah Taylor, a guy who's got a very high floor out injured, 38. Now you're monitoring that, you're a bit worried. Certainly a lot lower than what he normally produces. James Seguiaro just didn't really get involved. Thir- only 33 points. It was a good match-up for him against an Eagles side that's leaked Supercoach points all year, but didn't make it happen. That was a bit disappointing um, for Seguiaro owners. Um, but there were plenty of other big-time performers, and we knew that Penrith could put up some numbers, and they did. Um, Josh Mansoor was the biggest uh, beneficiary. 92 points, two tries, three line breaks, 10 hit-ups over eight metres. Big day for Mansoor um, doing the business there. Apisai Korosau showing that even at 5.8, he can um, do well for you. Uh, he had a good year last year when Isaac Luke was out for South Sydney. Uh, and he's come over to Penrith. He still can't get the, the, the prime dummy half roll off of, of Seguiaro this time, but he can get it on the field and he can he scored fifty two points. So not a bad day for Coruscant. Um, Matthew Moylan, sixty eight. Uh, he had a try assist, three goals. He's just involved in everything. He is their playmaker. Um, especially with Jamie Soward out. And and this game, Peter Wallace was out too. But even if Wallace was playing, Moyland does most of that sort of enterprise in attack. Tyrone Peachy with Wallace out helped. 65 points. Got a bit of extra game time, a bit more freedom to sort of uh, do his thing with ball in hand. And he's very dangerous. He runs to the line. He can run through the line, as he did on one occasion, a big bust. Uh, Ended up scoring 65 points. A good day for Peachy. Um, And also... Making mention, I guess, of some of the more sort of level type players like Sam McKendry, forty four, Sikamano, forty four. You probably don't have these guys in your lineup. Um, you might have Reagan Campbell-Gillard. You'd be a bit disappointed, only twenty two. Um, but but most of the Penrith players, Jeremy Lattimore, thirty five. You know they they will give in as they'll put in all day, and that's the way the Penrith sort of play and And we can 't move on before mentioning the the cheapie of the week potentially um that 's waka blake fifty seven points scored a nice try. Um, he probably needs to get a bit more involved before he becomes an every week player for you, but he has that high upside um, he he 's very hard to bring down if he gets in any space and gets rolling he, he you know he could score a trial to make big tackle busts and line breaks, so he 's got that high um, ceiling. That you like from cheapies in Supercoach, so certainly he's going to be many people reaching for um, Whacker Blake this week in your lineup on the trades. Let's go to the Sunday games now, and um, Canberra Raiders putting up a big performance against Melbourne. They went down, but it wasn't through lack of trying. They lost Josh Hodgson through injury, and he put up 28 Supercoach points. Unfortunately, if he's in your lineup and he's done well for you all year, but now the injury, we're going to have to monitor. Sean, it's a leg injury, although they're saying he'd probably be all right. Um, but we'll have to monitor that again on the Thursday show. Sean fensom 67, good numbers, but he also went down injured, so it could have been even higher. And now you're sort of uh, biting your finger now, saying, is he going to be back for next week? Again, we'll keep an eye on it. You can always um, follow us on Twitter too. We like to tweet these sort of things out. Uh, at Supercoach Pros, that's Supercoach P-R-O-S. If you don't already, and we actually tweet out before each game as well, letting you know of any last-minute changes. There is a game we're about to talk about coming up that we missed a very late change. That was uh, uh, Peter Matayutia Maddie, coming in, but um, that can happen when a player falls <laughs> falls over. I guess you could say before the game begins. But in, in generalities, we'll get you the lineups and the changes. Um, as, as they are announced now an before the kickoff and tweet them out for you in case one of your players is not going to play, and you can quickly uh, find a, a sub for them. That's uh, following us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros. Um, keeping going on the Raiders um, players, Jared Croker, 63. Uh, this was a game where, OK, the Raiders didn't put up big points, even though they were closely in it, but it goes to show that Croker can still put up decent numbers even when... Um, you know his team doesn't put up a host of points. Yes, it did help that he went for a couple of penalty goals. That helped him to twelve, but that's not you know, three goals. It, it, you know, Sixty-three. That's that's a good number. Um, Jared Kennedy, fifty-nine. He works hard. Forty-three tackles. He you know he missed a, a bunch too. Missed seven, but uh, he is. He will work for you. Uh, a good score by Kennedy. Paul Vaughan off the bench, fifty-seven. Starting to show what he can do. Maybe it was the big game for Dane Tills that fired him up. He needs to play at that level each and every week. Um, Josh Papali, 50, you're probably happy with that if you're a Papali owner. He's only 328,000, an origin um, player, but not um, not playing at the same level that he can, that he did produce a couple of years ago. So 50, you sort of say maybe he can get back to that. Jack White and 52, Cicel Walker against his old team 47. These are good numbers for outside backs that didn't score a try or have a try assist, because it goes to show they could go a lot higher any given week. Sam Williams 50. He's taken over from Mitch Cornish. Uh, he's more expensive than Cornish, so he's still not probably worth uh, bringing into your lineup. But but you know keep, it's one to keep an eye on if you do own some of the other Raiders players and you're thinking, well, how are they going to get the ball? Well, if Sam Williams is playing like he has the last couple of weeks, yes, it will help the other Raiders players. And finally, a Soliola, 52. That's a decent um, output, Soliola. I'm just wondering, he's playing, he's been playing in the back row. He started the year um, playing in the front row, playing the 80 minutes and I'm just wondering if that's affecting his points a little bit, and, and maybe with these injuries he'll get another opportunity to move back more closer to the middle and might be a boost to his super catch numbers, but still a very high floor around that 50 mark. I think he's going to get you each and every week, which pretty much makes him a permanent starter at least until origin time is over. The storm. Well, we thought they might put up some decent numbers, although Canberra have been pretty tough to score SuperCoach points against this year. So there was a cautionary tale. Uh, it didn't eventuate. Melbourne went large, even though they only put up 14 points on the on the board. They actually um, scored over 900 SuperCoach points. That's a big uh, number, a very big number, one of the biggest of the years. So looking at who were the biggest contributors, Cameron Smith. Now we knew that Raiders. Um, Limited hookers all year, but we also knew that Smith who doesn 't play that sort of traditional dummy half role in the sense of, of like a Robbie Farah type, where you know you know that or James Seguirra, where his main danger uh, is going out of, darting out a dummy half, creating from that aspect. Smith has so many strings to his bow. He's really just a good all round footballer that he was probably going to um, buckle. Uh, buck that trend, and he did. 85 points, the top scorer there. The second top scorer for Melbourne, I should say. Um, Three goals, 53 tackles, uh, an effective offload, line break assist. Good numbers for Smith. The highest number actually went to Jesse Bromwich, 97. Now, he's a guy who last year was putting these sort of numbers up. Um, from time to time. So this week, actually, um, getting back to maybe what we might have hoped going into the year, another player very juicy with no Sam Burgess this year, no Sonny Bill Williams, and you're looking at those international players thinking, who, who could take their place? You want to have a few of them in there. James Graham now out suspended. He's not an option uh, to get you through the, buy, the buys, or at least not the start of that. Jesse Bromwich could be. Another game like that, he's at 403000 so he's not the cheapest, but that's, that's what you want out of those international players and not playing origin. You've got to find two or three. It's going to cost you, but you get the reward. Tohu Harris, he was one of our buyers of the year heading into the season, and after a couple of quieter weeks, 81, back to business. Um, 38 tackles, and this is the type of thing, if you can get that out of Harris, the workload, um, you know he's going to He's going to be dangerous with the ball. 15 hit-ups over 8 metres, um, 4 tackle busts and effective offload. But at those 38 tackles, that's the number that really is making you smile as a Toho to harris owner. And you know that, OK, even on a quieter day, he's, he's going to get you over 50. You would pretty much guarantee with that sort of work rate. Um, Kurt Mann, 70 points. A couple of line breaks helping his numbers. 9 tackle busts. He was dangerous all day. And he's a guy, it was interesting, um, Billy Slater being out, they went with Cameron Munster, we'll talk about in a moment, but Kurt Mann could have easily um, played that role at fullback, but he's found a home in the centres, it must be said, um, there with, I guess, you know, they've, they've been looking for who's going to partner Will Chambers for, for a little bit, um, with very, you know Dane Nielsen leaving a couple of years ago and then sort of wondering, OK, who's going to fill that void? Well, Man looks like he's stepping up to the plate. That man Munster we just mentioned scored a try on his way to 70 points. No Billy Slater, no worries. Now at 142,500, people are going to be itching to decide what they're going to do in regards to Cameron Munster. It's going to be a big-time decision this week. Um, If you're looking to get him in or not, or next week, if if you may want to hold on one more week. So that's something, again, we'll chat about on the Thursday night roundtable podcast, Cameron Munster. Um, some other good numbers Mahe Fenua we suggested Marika Korobiti could have another big game because the Raiders do give up points to wingers it was, it was Fenua that had the bigger game 61 points thanks mainly to a try I mean Korobiti didn't score a try but still put up 53 points so you're happy with that if you're a Korobiti owner um, but but Fenua you know that's two good games in a row now and someone to, to look at certainly going forward Ryan Hinchcliffe, 51 can't be disappointed with that and Blake Green 59 I, I, can't um, speak highly enough about Blake Green. He just continued to, to output at a very good level. His price has gone up now. He's probably not really looking at him if you haven't already picked him up because he's, he's probably ve- leveled out price-wise. But if you've got him, you're very happy. Uh, Will Chambers, 57, and Cooper Cronk, 50. Again, they, these are solid numbers. Um, Will Chambers is probably more likely to be owned than Cronk, who's been a bit down this year so far. But if you've got him on, a, on your watch list at 287 500 and oh there's your 50 okay now will consider it it uh, could be could be good value looking we have to look at those matchups maybe it's a another question for that roundtable podcast show during the week let's look at the last sunday game and the last game we're going to do for the review show now and that's the bulldogs and the dragons and what a one-sided affair it turned out to be there was a there was quite a bit of hype because the usually um canterbury's and george games are pretty Pretty tightly contested affairs, you know, a bit of niggle, a bit of everything in them. They played tough up the middle, um, but the Dragons they they won the arm wrestle early, and then they just totally overpowered them. Uh, Benji Marshall's looking great for them, by the way, and he had a big game, allowed some freedom. 59 points he put up super coach wise so you take that if you're a Benji Marshall owner. Three tries is helping him there, a couple of line-break assists. That's the top footy that we saw out of him when he was with the West Tigers, so interesting to see there. Now, we did have that late change in the back line with Peter M- Matiatia coming in, he- and he scored a try. And he, and he helped himself to 72 super coach points. So he's going to be an interesting guy. I mean, he, he put up enough points last year to not be that cheapy that you might have hoped, um, you know, that 289,000. But, you know, you're still wondering, OK, is he, you know, something something to consider? Edo Nabuli only scored 10. So you might suggest, that might suggest that even though Nightingale comes back, of course, uh, you would expect next week, uh, Matty team, maybe he he keeps a spot moving forward. Something to look at. Joel Thompson. We've been impressed with Joel Thompson um, over these few weeks. The Dragons have been winning and winning well, or winning tough. It's probably even a better way to describe it. 79 points. there. He got that try, and getting that try put you know he's already got that high floor. 28 tackles, eight hit ups over eight meters. You know he he's pretty consistent. <laughs> and um, this time scoring that try, getting a line break, getting that numbers right up, that's a great result for a player at 303,000, uh, considering his high floor. Um, Tyson Frizzell, 77, now he has been put on report for a pretty bad tackle, so temper that if you're thinking, oh, maybe I'll bring in Frizzell, another player players being very good for the Dragons over this winning streak, but... Um, He's on report for a pretty ugly tackle on Tim Brown, so we'll have to monitor that. Josh Dugan, the only bad thing you say about Josh Dugan is he's playing so well, surely he, he gets picked for New South Wales in state of origin, which means if you've got him in supercoach, you, you're not going to have him available in, in for some extra weeks. But 68 points, what can you say? A try, two line breaks, you know, a bunch of hit-ups, good day for Dugan. You and Akin, the cheapy, 53. You Probably if you went with him over Folau and love it, um, in a couple of weeks back, there was that big question mark, which one do you go? Aitken probably didn't have the upside of the other two, but um, he, he probably had the better opportunity um, moving forward because he knew that, and barring injury, he was going to get picked every week because Dragons need that enterprise out wide. But they haven't really had since Mark Gasnier. and there's been comparisons between Aitken and, and Gaznier. and they're not uh, totally unfounded, let's just say that. A try for Aitken... Um, helping his numbers, a good day, you know, for him. Um, it, it helped St George, were are totally overpowered, the Bulldogs, but Aitken looks like someone that will continue to get those decent scores that's going to end up with a, a nice um, salary at the end of the day for him. And, and considering he started at 113, you've got to be very happy with that. Uh, probably not so happy with Trent Merrin. only 44. That's that's a real flaw for him. Um, 30 tackles and to only get to 44, that's disappointing. Um, normally he will do better. Um, maybe working against him, the fact that St George had the blowout win, you do see that from time to time with some of these type of players. They end up playing less minutes because the coach can afford to give him a rest earlier or give him more of a rest than they normally do. Um, so, you know... It works for some people; these blowout wins. And if other other people that you've got in your super coach team, you, you're kind of ruining it. You, you'd rather it's played. You rather they don't win by so much. Paul Gallon is another like that, as we saw in that Friday night game. Um, if it was closer, he probably would have scored more supercoach points. So that's how it can go with some of these, uh, players, um, like Merrin and Gallon. The Bulldogs, well, really not much to say about that, um, about them. The Dragons are a very, very tough team to score supercoach points against. Um, impressed by Josh Morris. He got another try, 66 points there. That, you know, that helped his day. Um, he's, he's putting up good numbers, 258,000. He'll go up again, um, you know, Origin player. You might have to offload him once it hits Origin time because I don't know how much higher he's going to go. But if you bought him earlier in the year at that two twenty four price, I think he was. He's pretty happy with with the results so far after a slowish start. Josh Jackson, fifty eight. We mentioned in in the tweet, it's going to be a tough day for the Bulldogs as it turned out to be. But Jackson and Aidan Tolman were still safe plays. They have that nice high weekly floor uh, um, from from week to week, I should say. And um, it just showed with Jackson 58 points thanks to 34 tackles and 15 hit-ups. Aidan Tolman 76 points, 38 tackles and 22 hit-ups, 13 of them over 8 metres. Tony Williams was a bit of a surprise today. Got a try assist on his way to 69 points. Um, a high score for him. You're probably not going to see too much of that. He, he has a lot of promise, Williams, and especially in the, in the realm of super coach, but um, just doesn't deliver. Some of the guys that underwhelmed, Trent Hodkinson, 20, Michael Leach at 26. That's a real flaw for him. Um, we didn't think he could go that low. Maybe the fact that you know, Josh Reynolds is coming off the bench with Moses by playing. You know, he isn't helping any of them, at least, supercoach-wise. by 26, Reynolds 25. Um, we thought maybe Curtis Roehner would find it tougher, even though he has been bucking the trend to this point. But 21 for him, a low day. And Sam Perrett 27. He's going to struggle uh, um, while he, super coach wise at least while he plays fullback. He showed it last year uh, at a very sort of uh, interesting price or, or, or eye-catching price, getting an opportunity at fullback and not putting up the numbers. And this year with Brett Morris on board for the Bulldogs, playing brilliant on the wings, you know, big, great production, super coach wise. But um, goes back to fullback. He's solid there, and, and you know he's not doing a disservice to his team, but. If he's in your supercoach lineup, is is pretty? It's pretty much a waste of time. While he's picked at fullback for the Bulldogs. Well, that's pretty much all we have time for on the show. It is the uh, supercoach professionals review show, and uh, you know we're always learning each and every week. That's why that uh, that's why we do this. That's why we enjoy it. We all play uh, supercoach NRL fantasy, all of the above, you know, and um, that's why we do it because. You know, we can study it and and get all the information, all the statistics, but there's still going to be surprises, still going to be things that we say, oh, now we've learnt this, now we've learnt that. Now follow us on Twitter, at SuperCoachPros. It helps you, you know, especially that last-minute information, and if there's any injury issues, anything like that, tweet it out. You know, before every game, we can give you that that, um, last-minute team changes. It's critical that you follow us at SuperCoachPros. Um, and go to the website www.supercoachpros.com a host of information on there blogs, previews, recaps and obviously we've got the podcasts that you can download there too either go on the website and download them this is the review show we do each Sunday or the Roundtable podcast usually on a Thursday occasionally on a Wednesday but usually on a Thursday And uh, also, you can download those at iTunes. If you just type in NRL Supercoach or Supercoach Pros, you'll find that. No worries. And subscribe. And uh, then you'll get it every time we do one. That's all we have time for. I'm Paulie G. Thanks so much for listening in, and we'll talk to you again for the Roundtable podcast during the week. Bye now.